Sui is a practice that believes the environment can give us energy or chi that's good for our own well-being. Learn more about Feng Sui and other metaphysics on MetaTalk with Jesse Lee and friends. Welcome to MetaTalk. And of course, today I have a brand new guest with me here, the gorgeous Hannah Lowe. Right, I really need to introduce you all to Hannah because I've known her for quite some time now. And I've the most amazing thing is I've been to her workshops, a lot of her sharings and her talks and all that. And I personally find that I, I've learned a lot from her, right, from womanhood to a lot of spiritual healings and all that as well. And I've seen how Hannah have transformed herself amazingly from being an artist and now into a spiritual healer, all right, or more than that. Okay, why not, Hannah, you introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's really, that's lovely. Thank you. I really like that introduction. Um, uh, in a nutshell, I'm a singer, I'm a speaker, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm a women's relationship and femininity guide. So I help, mm. I guide women back to their body, their womb, their heart, led feminine power. Mm. All right. That is also why I think it will be interesting for us to actually talk about like this particular podcast uh, topic, which is like I'm going to talk about like in conjunction of like Mother's Day in May. And I thought of like talking about motherhood and Mother's Day related. Perfect. So Yeah. And I really want, I know because like the previous podcast and all that, I'm sure a lot of listeners out there has been like listening to my voice again and again and again. I think for this particular episode, I think it would be great for us to at least focus on Hannah's beautiful voice and let you share about like motherhood and how is it going to impact us as an adult as like how mother uh, plays an important part in our life yeah yeah absolutely I mean our mothers play a huge role absolutely massive role as you know I'm not a mother yet but my sister recently became a mum and I feel I'm very close to my sister so I feel very very um intimate with her on that journey and uh, yeah our mothers play a massive role in, in our lives I you know part of the transformation that I have gone through and the changes that I've made is being able to sort of decode all the different beliefs all the different um, experiences that I had growing up that were passed down to me from my mother mm-hmm. from my grandmother to my mother yep. you know we mm-hmm. have um, we have a lineage of women that we we get passed down all these different great things many great things but also mm-hmm. things that we um, that can be hindrances that can be challenges in our life interesting and I really find that that it's the most interesting part of your stories which I've like briefly heard before this as well and I really would love you to share about it because I always find that people say is that time heals all wounds but I really would like back to differ from that because I, I always personally think that and even I tell my clients and all that time don't really heals all wounds in fact it will just bury them and we're just like most of the time living in denial and all that and I think that is your speciality uh, Hannah because <laughs> you help people to dig out their old wounds <laughs> and heal them for them alright and that's exactly what you have like done on me and you have also helped me to see a lot of my like past issues and all that as well so I mean like what more can you share about like your your experience with like mothers and all that and what do you think that the listeners will actually benefit from it mm, gosh do you know there's so many things that I can share mm. so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try and try and pick one something that will be pivotal um, well my mother my mother was an amazing woman she brought up four of us um, mm. half of it was on her own because half my life 
uh, when I when I was nine years old, I left Malaysia mm-hmm. and I moved to England. And so when that happened, my father didn't move with us, and so my mother was the one who basically t- took over both of those roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learnt I learnt a lot of different things from her, a lot of good things and a lot of things that I've had to work through. But one of the main things was um, around relationships mm. and around how to communicate in relationships, um, how to express oneself, mm-hmm. and also how to deal with hurt and pain. And so I carried much many of those things into my current relationships. All right. So are you saying that like um, your experiences with your mom since childhood, even up to now as adult, that you carry all those experiences with you and it will affect your life at yes, this current moment? Absolutely. So yeah. I, I'm sure if, <laughs> if I say this, most people relate to this, where you find yourself doing things that um, you say, oh my gosh, my mom did that. My mum used to do that. My mum said those exact same things. Mm. My mum said that to me, and now I'm saying it to my daughter. My mum said that to my father. Now I'm saying it to my partner. Mm-hmm. So those things, th- those things play out. And so the, you know, what I've done is dug up those wounds, dug up mm. those patterns, and looked really had a good look at them, and asked myself what ones work for me and what. All right, interesting. And the most amazing part is like in my course of work and in the things that I do in terms of my consultations and all that. And these are the things that we actually can pick out from either a person's like Chinese astrology chart or even from their face in uh, perspective of the face reading. You can actually see whether the affinity with uh, this client of yours, uh, with their mother, how is it? Is that uh, lessons that need to learn? And what are the lessons? Is it easy lessons or is it the more difficult lessons? And it really gels back to what you have just share with us as in like you actually like part of your mom or part of our mother became part of our life and mm. our behavior so interesting and of course um, we will take a short break now all right and then after that when we come back to the second part we will delve deeper into it and we'll see maybe some of the points of like how to identify children or even now adults that have a potential some issues with like motherhood that they might like want to look into so that possibilities of like they can openly deal with it and heal themselves from it and lead a better life. All right, we'll see you all after the break. Welcome back to Meta Talk. And of course, the first part we've talked about like Hannah, about her experiences and also what she shares is important about like uh, how our mothers impact us. And um, what else, Hannah? Like what, what other things or uh, specific examples that you want to share with the listeners out there that like, you know, you have like somehow um, affected uh, in your like you know childhood days up to now mm. Mm. well one of the very specific ones was that my mother she never really got to express her gifts and the mm. things that she loved to do so she's my mom's very musical my mom's very intelligent like mm. she she would get I the top she scores <laughs> <laughs> she really is <laughs> she'd get the top scores at school mm. but she never fulfilled her dreams mm. you know and she she's become progressively more afraid mm-hmm. of expressing herself. She's a singer as well. I'm a singer too. Oh wow! Now I so know now where you, you s- get it from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm. And so, you know, it's almost like I have had to live through the fears, the beliefs that my mum had that she was never good enough, mm. and I had to overcome those things. And so I, I would feel that my thoughts about myself not being good enough were mm. passed down from being you know, birthed through a woman who 
never felt validated by her own parents. All right. Who never felt that she was good enough. And so a lot of my own fears I know came from that and came mm. from seeing, watching my mother and mm -hmm. her keep telling herself, I'm not good enough. I should just take a job, job as a secretary. All right. Okay. And and that's a very interesting thing that you shared. I mm. mean, since it's in conjunction of my Mother's Day, I'm sure there are a lot of mothers out there listening to this. And me, myself, as a mother, I think I always have to remind myself that, I mean, once we start limiting ourselves, when we once we start setting limitations to ourselves as a mother at the same time we are also starting limitations on our children so because what they see in us and what they uh, absorb from us and our en energy and our behaviors and all these things okay they will eventually be limited by our own limitations absolutely so, yeah and i think that it's 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 really great that you bring that up so that i'm sure that listeners out there who are mother now on their own will be like more aware of this and they have to be like maybe pay more attention into their own beliefs and their own thoughts and even from your perspective of work their own energy feel yeah i mean it's it's so much more impactful than you could ever know mm -hmm. and um i mean another thing i just thought of which i know so many women struggle with mm. and this was my mother's pattern and my grandmother's pattern is that everybody else comes first before me all right and, and that's huge I, i have that as well i'm sure and me personally i i will f i will say that i do have a lot of limitations from my own mom as well where i will say that now i i have breakthrough like some of it but i'm still breaking through from a lot of it i'm and i'm not saying that being a mother and we need to judge them or we need to say that oh they're wrong or whatsoever because i believe that they are doing their best of what they think is right Yeah, absolutely. All right. I think everyone is trying our very best to be the best mom as we can. All right, but the thing is, sometimes the best or might have a slight chance that we can still improve on the best. Totally. Right. Yeah. So there are a few things that you can actually see. Let's say, for instance, if some children or even adults, if you see there are some behaviors physically or emotionally, right? For instance, if you see like adults or even children, they are always talking to a person with lacking of eye contact. All right. Or sometimes they have this a very altered pattern of speech. They feel they stammered or they feel like insecure. They feel scared and they have fear or they somehow cannot really voice out in terms of the speech and all that. All this can be a cause of like some childhood issues. Not necessarily must be caused by the mum, but the chances will be like mum could be one of the cause because the, our parents, uh, either the mother or the father, will be the, the first ideal figure in our life because these are the people who will impact us with the most memories with the most right belief as in right and wrong in our life yeah mm. so in terms of chinese metaphysics i would say in face reading there are a few things that we can see what is our affinity with a mum because i always believe that okay affinities and all these things it's like everyone is there to teach us a lesson including our parents and vice versa our children are there to teach us some lessons as well Yeah. All right. So um, from the facial perspective itself, you can see that um, our affinity with mum can actually be seen on the forehead. All right. If you actually check a person's forehead, all right, the two sides of the forehead, just right above your eyeball level onto your forehead itself, that is what we call the sun and moon palace. Mm. So the sun and moon palace, the sun palace is on the left side of your forehead, mm -hmm. which represents the father. We'll leave that in June. All right. So and the right side of the forehead itself, uh, which is called the moon palace, represents the mother so mm -hmm. listeners out there if you want to see the affinity with your mom and all that check mm -hmm. out your forehead on the right side right above your eyeball at the middle of the forehead and look at its condition is it very nice the skin is nice like bulging up 
Okay, nice, shiny, or is it sunken? Alright, is it like darker in color? Well, it's once it's sunken, darker in color, or you have any scars or anything at the right side of your forehead, it means the affinity with the mother is actually lesser compared to the father. Mm. It depends on which side of it is actually more prominent. That's so interesting. Right, I I'm mean, like touching my forehead now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, besides the forehead, you can also see, okay, our conditions of the nose. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of times, you want to see like I'm, I'm, I know like Mother's Day is here and all that. It's, it's always a month or a, a day for us to actually celebrate motherhood mm. or our mothers, all right, and all that. But the thing is, like, say you know, sometimes we also want to see it's like what are the health conditions of of our own mom, all right. So from your our, uh, our own facial features itself, let's say you look at your nose, right? right. Most of the time, if the nose itself, you have a prominent nose with a nostril. I mean, you can like easily see that your nose tip is like slightly tilted up, and your nostril is actually very prominent. Now, this type of nose is actually right. The father's health will be weaker. Hmm. All right, compared to let's say, for instance, you have a nose which is you know, what we call the eager beak nose. You know, sometimes the nose itself is like an eager beak that is pointing, dipping downwards, hmm. and you have a nose bridge where you have like, a bone or a knot protruding on your nose bridge. Um, these are the signs where you see that the father is actually, uh, um, I mean, the mother's health is actually weaker. Mm. All right. Okay. So these are the things that you can observe. All right. It's just a clue or a sign to see like what are the conditions of our parents. All right. And of course, to, for us as a reminder to actually spend as much and uh, uh, more time with them, appreciating them and to yeah. learn and how to actually like you know, learn our lessons with them as well. Mm. Instead of just waiting for like that one day in a year for Mother's <laughs> Day. Because a lot of time like, people pay attention to this particular just one day and the rest of the years is like they've totally forgotten about like, oh, mum is there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let's say for like in conjunction of like Mother's Day and all that. So mm. let's say from your side, if there's one thing you say that like you're most grateful for, for your mom that mm. have actually made you who you are today, what will it be before we just end <laughs> this session? Um, I would say is my mom is very, she's always been very emotionally open mm. with me and with my brothers and sisters. I've, obviously, there's some, there are a few downsides, but there's been mostly um, upsides for it because because she's been so open about how much she loves us. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are a lot of mums who haven't or who aren't. It doesn't yes. feel so comfortable. But yes. my mum has always been very, very emotionally raw mm-hmm. in, in a good way. All right. And it's so. a good way also because she expressed her love to you openly and honestly. Yes. Right. That's very, very good. I, I'm sure my mom loves me a lot, but I, I don't remember her saying, I love you, mm-hmm. even though it's in Chinese. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm going to make it a change. So tonight when I'm back, I'm going to tell her that I love her and I'll force her to say, I love you to me. <laughs> all right. And I guess all listeners out there, right? Be it you're a mother or you're the child. I think it's a very important thing in conjunction of Mother's Day. Take up that courage of yourself to at least face your mom and just tell them you love them. All oh, right. I think, yeah, I think it will opens up at least a lot of ourselves and mm-hmm. at least it opens up our heart and I guess it will feel better. It does. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Until the next episode, we'll see you then again. And of course, if you want to get in touch with Hannah, you can always like, you know, get into her Facebook, which is? Well, www.facebook.com slash Hannah Patricia Lowe. Right, remember that. If not, you can play, replay and replay again and again until you get that. All right, or you can get in touch with me on Jessie Lee on Facebook. All right, see you again next week. Bye.